0: so my curiosity question for you is are you willing to sacrifice security so the dreams inside your head can actually become true okay let me set the tone most people will never escape the pole much of the thinking around us is small-minded most people are overly concerned with beating out the other guy right usually through manipulation and politics and as a result they're left fighting for scraps with the other 99 percent a life of your dreams your deepest dreams 100 percent financial freedom Being your own boss, traveling the world with your family, whatever is available if you know where to start and if you know the right people. If any of this resonates with you, I want to let you know that I'm here for you and you're listening to this for a reason. This podcast exists so you can feel less alone in your entrepreneurial journey. And today I'm here with Ian Gray. Who is a serial entrepreneur who lives with a passion for creating inspirational experiences. He started his first company in his teenage years and continues to build his portfolio. His first major success came when he was just a mid-20 year old and he keeps on growing. From then on, he has explored a new program called the Evolved Lifestyle, in which we will dive deep into what that is, but this just scratches the surface of who Ian Gray is, so without further ado, give a warm welcome to the one and
1: only Ian Gray. Thank you so much for having me on. Thank you everybody that's listening. Definitely want to stay tuned for this entire episode. I, I have a strong feeling that we're going to get into some, some really good fun stuff um, and talk about some of the adversity that I've overcome and um, definitely about how I've managed to usher in heaven on earth. And, and for me, I definitely got to go through hell first. So if that's where you're sitting right now, that's great because you're actually on the path to heaven. If you're in heaven, then you're really going to vibe with this. So thanks, everybody, for coming on. And thanks for having me on today.
0: Oh, Thanks, Ian, for uh, taking the time to do this. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, the mission of the show is really to make someone feel less alone and also um, s- scratch your own itch, which to me is is that you have this problem with yourself, right? And And by solving this problem and being curious about it, and looking at it hey can i do this for other people too um you you make something worth living for so when i ask you how did you get to where you got to today by scratching your own itch what does that mean to you
1: so many different moments pop up in my mind and to encompass it into one specific thing is a little bit of a daunting task however i think I think it actually really resonates with, um, that idea of a problem or a mistake. My access to my greatness lies in every single one of my errors. So everywhere that I'm making mistakes is actually just my greatness bottled up somewhere. So it's in actually celebrating the awareness of those mistakes that often reveal the hidden opportunity. Uh, Those, those problems as I, I might've used to call them now really just appear as, um, Opportunities. So when I listen to somebody um, like a, a Richard Branson or Elon Musk talk about problems, they don't use the word problems. In the boardroom, I don't use the word problems. It's, it's an issue. It's something to be looked at, like an issue of a magazine. And investigating that issue always, always, always can yield a great solution, which adds a tremendous amount of value to everybody involved, which often, often trickles out to the entire world.
0: So what's your main issue that you're constantly like, what's that one question that you're trying to constantly answer for yourself?
1: The the one question that I'm always asking of myself is, is who am I? Who, who do I be? I, I was, I grew up learning that once I did something, then I would have something and then I could be someone. So once I started a company, then I'd have a company then I could be a CEO. And it's kind of funny because it's, it's, uh, it's it's a thinking that gets one, one trapped on that hamster wheel. And that's what it did for me for a long time. And it wasn't until I actually embodied who I'm being that the doing actually just happened automatically, the right way of doing. So it's always been a quest since since I realized this. It's always been a quest to deeper understand what it is that I would like to experience while I'm running around on this planet in this, uh, this meat body that I get to drive around, this cool avatar that that's, that's, uh, I'm, I'm kind of, for lack of a better term, trapped in, in a way.
0: <laughs> I get you. I get you. I, I know exactly what you mean, because I actually kind of want to go into this, this whole idea of um, beliefs and thoughts and simulations, um, because I think that it is sort of a game in a way. If you hit the right buttons, you will reap the rewards from what you want. So, um, your, your mission, your goal, I've heard is to make a thousand people millionaires. So what do you think, what kind of buttons have you hit that really work in order to make yourself a millionaire?
1: Well, it's, it's, um, it's really encompassing. First of all, defining, um, what I, what I really intend to create and getting super, super clear on that. And then almost marrying it with my purpose of like, why is it actually important? The two kind of dance together as a the priority for me. Um, and this, this allows me to get a true north or actually rather than having like a fuzzy target cause fuzzy targets never get hit. Maybe, I mean a random shot, but fuzzy targets very rarely get hit. So, really defining what it is that I intend to create and then the purpose behind it. So this way, um, it's beyond just who I am and the rewards that I get, but actually how does it bring value to the people in my life? First of all, like my family and my friends and then out to my community and then out of course to the entire world. So once I, I have a a really clear target and then I can see how it's going to benefit me, everyone around me, everyone in my community, everyone, um, on the planet that, that it gets involved with it or how it gets trickled out, then, um, it keeps me inspired to keep pushing even when times get a little bit more tough. Cause I, the truth is I, I already made my money and I could just, um, I could just live on what I've generated so far and just invest in stocks or real estate or do something really simple However it wouldn't be as impactful. So I, um, created millionaire prowess, which deconstruct, um, 10 principles that I use every single time that I'm looking at a business or anytime I actually have a goal, to be honest, I I came up with some of these 10 principles, eight of them actually, while I was racing motorcycles and it helped me to get my pro license and go to the amateur nationals and become very successful with that. Then I applied it to my first job out of college and all of a sudden I was making Um, $14,000 a month living in my parents' basement right out of college at 22 years old. And then I, of course, applied them to innovation ads, uh, the advertising business that I had a goal of, uh, retiring in, in five years. And I, my number was in, in the $4 million range of what I, I thought that, uh, that would set me to retirement for some reason. I thought that would be enough. Um, I guess I didn't realize how much I could actually spend, but fortunately within three years, the business I had coupled with what I already earned, um, was near 10 X that number. So I follow these principles, um, and follow them to a T and usually what I get actually always what I get is better than what I ever even set out to be. Cause at the end of the day, um, my, my vision is only, um, only as broad as my, my paradigm is, and I don't necessarily know what's best for me. So a lot of times things come in, uh, if I have a target set, and that's like one of the infinite number of things that could happen for me. I can get real close to that target and then blast right through it to the, the next bigger one more quickly. And that's, that's what I teach in Millionaire Prowess.
0: Oh man, you gotta let, let us know like just a few of the principles because I do think it, it having like a personal philosophy helps in getting you clear on what it is that you want. So what are a couple of your principles slash personal philosophies that you follow by?
1: Yeah, well, the, actually, the first two that anyone will go through and they can actually right now, if they go to free.millionaireprowess.com after this this call, they can actually do the first week for free and test it out. Um, the first one is actually around purpose and really defining why it's important for me to be successful, whatever I'm, I'm intending to be successful. And at first, I originally had creating a really clear target. And I found that many of the people that got into the program They, um, they didn't actually have the motivation to create the target because it requires a lot of effort. So what I found with defining the purpose is it actually does something different than motivation and that's inspiration. And when there's purpose, purpose drives one versus having to figure out how I'm going to do this and have to, the hustles real, the struggles real, like got to work real hard. i I mean i'm all for hard work but it it comes from passion and being obsessed which is another one of the principles is actually how do i gamify and get really passionate about what i'm creating um so there's three of them for you i
0: love it i love it thank you thank you no i love that um because i think it gives us like a place because people often talk about that like oh gosh I I gotta, you know, everyone's saying to me, I gotta find my purpose, and and I really do believe um, if you want to be, you've gotta do, and so it takes hard work, and if you keep hearing it time and time again, you may be one of those people, unfortunately, that keeps hearing it but not really listening to it, and it doesn't mean that you have to, like, you know, quit your job today, it just means taking a small step. Um, but a, a small step in the right direction can lead to huge changes. So, um, that's that's really, I think, a great great starting point, Ian. Um, what I'd would le- love to ask you is is sort of like, you know, based- actually, before before you oh, yeah. do, let me let What's me jump up? in
1: there on on the, on the purpose topic cause for sure, purpose, purpose can be like. It can, when I know when I was looking for my purpose, I was looking for like this one thing that it was, this is the reason why I'm meant to be on this planet. And I found that actually my purpose is a moment by moment thing. So it's who I choose to be that now I'm being purposeful with every single action in every single moment. Now there's definitely overarching like themes in my life and what I intend to create. Like I am here to hu- usher in heaven on earth. Now, doing that or being that, being that space in every single moment now allows me to have a purposeful conversation with each person in front of me. It actually makes it so that every time I'm talking to somebody, I realize that they're the most important person in the world in that moment for me. And it allows me to actually do anything that I was doing significantly better and maintain my presence while I'm doing it because I'm purposeful about it. I'm not just doing it so I can check it off my to-do list. I'm not doing it because somebody told me to do it. I'm doing it because this is my purpose in the moment. That may be making dinner for my wife. It may be cutting up uh, sweet potatoes. I mean, it, it can be, I can be purposeful with anything. So if anybody out there is, is wrestling with what is my purpose? Like just, just bring it down to the moment. The simple thing that I'm doing right in this moment, that can be my purpose. And as I started doing that, then overarching themes started to reveal themselves and it became this heaven on earth idea, which some people think that is crazy. And then they see my life and like, oh my gosh, you actually are living in heaven on earth. So, um, I, I think that's an important distinction.
0: Yeah, no, thank you for, outlining that that's super that's super rad. I love it. Wow. I'm blown away. Uh just because yeah, you know, I feel I, I kinda like went into the matrix a little bit with that. I'm like going, wow, I'm <laughs> taking I'm taking the blue pill <laughs> I'm taking the blue pill because before we got on this call, uh, you know, I uh got to see a little bit of, of where you do live and it looks gorgeous. There's ocean side and it does look like heaven on earth. And and I think what you're doing is this 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 sort of quote pops out at me? Is is you're not rich until you can create something that money can't buy. So you had the money, right? And then you had like this this all of a sudden this uh, this realization that you wanted more something that just money couldn't buy. It was it was this being able to help a a a group of people really and and a tribe of people that are ready to really drink, uh, this sort of juice that, uh, is creating something that's worth living for, so I really love it, man. I love what you're tr- trying to do, and that's why I'm so happy that you're on the show, um, but, uh, yeah, um, one- wh- one thing I really want to, uh, go into, um, is, you know, how much of your desires are truly, like, your desires, and how much are your desires based off of other
1: people's desires. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, that's, that's an excellent question. So, um, and I think this actually ties into one of the themes about people not being alone. Um, to be honest with you, I, I I think there was a time period after I'd made money and after my ego went like way out of control, which was a really fun, glorious time. Um, And even still more impactful than being poor and being in the dirt and not being able to take care of myself and just being super spiritual and and not being able to help anyone, including myself. So, I mean, I love those times and I'm grateful for them. And what what ended up happening, though, is I started listening to what other people thought because I thought that who I was was a reflection on what people um, said about me. And that they actually created me. So I, I spent I also became like this ridiculous people, people pleaser and I invested in businesses and it was like crash and burn one after the other. And I was just attracting in people that just were, had their hands out. And when their hands got full, they'd call their friends to help come over and and uh, see if they could take a little more more from the Ian Gray pot. And, um, I was completely asleep to what happened. I thought these people were actually my friends and and maybe they were, um, in their own way. They were in this, this more of a a victim mentality, which then I turned into, well, I could be perpetrator, which I didn't want to be. So I became savior and, um, saviors get crucified. Saviors always get crucified at the end of the story. So. Um, I had, I really had to reinvestigate in who I was being and how I was showing up in the world. And rather than being anybody's savior, savior, or being a victim or being a perpetrator, it was actually about showing up authentically who I am. And at the end of the day, um, now like all of my, my desires, everything that I create is something that comes from my heart and, um, or through my heart, I should say. So I'll, I'll like actually tune into the, higher power and get real clear direction on what is next for me. So my my whole legacy, my everything that I'm doing now is, is for me. However, it impacts every single person that goes through it. So I do it for me. And it, as it makes me um, expand, helps me to expand or become whole, which was a big part of the process, was actually becoming whole and remembering who I was, forgetting who I wasn't. Now it's all about the legacy. It's about what am I... What am I creating that's going to actually impact the world? And it really started with the thinking of how am I going to um, create a curriculum for when I bring children into this world that I'm excited about? Because I looked at the schooling that I got and there was, I mean, there was some valuable information, of course. Um, however, I never was taught how to think. I was just taught how to memorize. I was taught how to follow instructions. I was taught to be obey authority, all these things that actually if if anything really actually slowed me down and hurt me and um, I think it does that for a lot of people and a lot of people get never never have a breakout so they're they're worried there's got to be somebody to tell them what to do or they're in the people-pleasing mode and they get stuck in that and I didn't want that for my children my my parents also um, put me into uh, parochial school or like the Sunday school or Wednesday school whatever it was depending on the age In Roman Catholic. And actually the way that it was taught to me, um, Christianity from that perspective, from the the teachers, it was was really confusing to me. It was like, oh, you have free will, but don't do any of these things because then you go to hell. And I'm like, but then that's not free will. So it left a lot of paradoxes and conundrums and falsities and a lot of shame and guilt in me. And I ended up with this like Catholic hangover and I like shunned religion for a long time. And it wasn't until I actually got back to being spiritual that I could see the truths in the Christic teachings, the Krishna teachings, the Buddhic teachings, the yogic teachings, and started seeing, wait, there's a lot of commonalities here. And there's a lot of deeper truths when not interpreted by somebody with an agenda. And I started to be able to fuse those things together and create my own sense of spirituality. And that gave me this sense of oneness with everyone. So um, I never actually, I never feel alone. So my my creations, long answer to your question, my creations are, are really um, from my heart's desire for me, however, it serves all.
0: Wow, 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 wow. That was awesome. Uh, that was really cool, because I think it outlines exactly your core why now, like your current core why, because that could change, right? But like really, your core why? And I think that it's amazing that you're just able to articulate that so so well.
1: but um, I spend a lot of time thinking about it. i sp- I spend more time in silence and introspection than anything else, and it makes me a little lo- it makes me appear for some people, maybe as a little bit of a antisocial or loner. I have no problem getting up on stage and talking. I have no problem being in groups. I have no problem hanging out with one or two people, whatever it is like, it, it, I'm just there I'm just present in the moment and I have no need to like be the, the star of the show although it can be fun the ego can, can go on a nice little ride with that um, but because I spend so much time in introspection and thinking about these things it, it brings real nice clarity and my, my mind is nice and slow and I know exactly what it is that I choose to create
0: yeah oh my god you touch base on, on science Science man, <laughs> Daniel Kahneman has a uh, book called uh, Thinking Fast and Thinking Slow," and the thing is, is he talks about exactly that in the book. And it's the ability to be able to go in these theta waves, to go into these beta waves and alpha waves at a curtain current situation. So, like when you're doing a speaking role, to be able to be in theta, where like you know you, you you're rehearsed enough to where you're in the moment with the people, but you're not over-rehearsed, where you're on robotic mode, because when you're on robotic mode, you're just in beta waves. And then if if you really want to, like, dumb it down, where, like, you're just on complete, you know, auto drive, that's that's alpha. And it sounds like, to me, you're just uh, a champion, uh, you know, at doing this, going from alpha, beta to theta. And being able to kind of channel and harness your energy and switch over from those and and not distinguishing. Because sometimes it can put you into a trap to say like, oh, I'm introverted or I am extroverted. Maybe you are just someone who prefers that and someone told you you are introverted or extroverted. So now that you define yourself with that, unfortunately, um, that can also uh, put you in a hole and not let you really uh, step out of the hole when uh, it calls for it. But um, thank you so much for, for kind of bringing up that, that knowledge for me just now. Uh, I want to go into scratching the surface curiosity questions because these are just questions that I thought of while doing research on you. And I'm like, you know what? I got to ask Ian these questions. So when you're ready, I'm going to go into those. Hey, Logan Tyler Nelson here. I would so appreciate it if you took some time to hit the subscribe button. I really want to just honestly live and give. Why? Because I was told when I was young that if you're feeling down, the best way to feel better is by lifting someone up again. So in an effort to make someone feel less alone, please hit the subscribe button so the podcast has a better chance of being found in making someone feel less alone. And if you're feeling down, hey, it can help you know that by hitting that subscribe button, you just did someone a huge favor. So thank you for hitting that subscribe button.
1: Yeah, absolutely. I, I think I like to touch a little bit about the, the, the brainwave states. <laughs> yeah, um, of course, man. And, and and what you were what you were, I think I think what I heard was about like getting put in, I would maybe use the word buckets of like, oh, I'm an introvert or I'm extrovert. And I think that's all bullshit. I think it's all, bu- it's it's this false illusion of separation. And that's why people end up feeling so freaking alone is because they keep getting in, putting themselves in these buckets, but they don't really fit in these bu- buckets. Like nobody's absolutely yeah. conservative or um, democratic or liberal or libertarian or it's, it's, it's such a mishmash, but then they'll associate with this one group and it actually limits their, their perspective to see. So what I like to do is I like to look at the duality of it, um, and, and actually say, okay, I can choose an option among from here at any point in time. And then it becomes like a unity of things. So I I like to, to, to avoid the labels. I may choose to play a role at any given moment. I mean, this whole thing, this whole hologram is is a stage. So I may choose to be the, the lead actor, or I might choose to be, um, a supporting character, or I might even choose to just be an extra or not even be on screen. And being consciously aware of that is where things really started to change for me when I realized, oh, this is not, not this body I'm not my body. I have a body. These thoughts are not my thoughts. I'm just getting options coming in. I'm actually the observer of these thoughts. Actually sometimes I'm even the observer of the observer of these thoughts. And then all of a sudden I can go into like a deeper state of consciousness. So I, I don't get attached to any meanings that are associated with things, which allow me to to be more in that flow state and just be me and who is that then that comes back to that overarching question that i have to keep asking myself
0: (laughs) yeah yeah of course but it's a process man it's um yeah of course it's it's very much a process and anyways i i would love to talk about that subject for 14 more hours unfortunately i want to move to the next um
1: yeah yeah give me the questions
0: so uh yeah so the first question i like to ask is uh this sort of like beliefs thing um and it's uh it's 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 a giving givings question. So it's like maybe a thought that you had about yourself or maybe some sort of like thing that you did that you're a little ashamed about sharing or embarrassed about sharing, but it's gonna make someone feel less alone by sharing it.
1: Mm. And and related to like a a specific belief?
0: You know, it doesn't have to be around beliefs, but like maybe, you know like Sometimes, dude, when, like, someone's talking about something behind my back, I'll have this negative thought, like, oh, they're talking about me wearing sweatpants in a grocery store. And, uh, gosh, he's so lazy. Why can't he just put on some, like, freaking, like, nice clothes? Uh, You know, and it's just a negative belief that entered my mind about myself that is just um, where I'm at, where my energy is at the time. Maybe I'm feeling just, like, a little bit... Less self confident than I usually am, so it's just something like that, or maybe you have thought about uh, the way someone treated their kid. While they saw, while you're grocery shopping, and you're like, you know, I'd really like to sucker punch that lady. So it just, it just it's to prove that thoughts are just
1: sometimes <laughs> thoughts. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Well, I think I mean into a, into a deeper belief, one that that has been. Um, one that i consistently seem to spiral with and and it gets upgraded consistently however um one is is that i i'm not appreciated that's been a belief that i've wrestled with my entire life and as a result of that i have made accusations to people and been ungrateful for them actually i stopped appreciating them and this has like particularly come up in my romantic relationships where Um, you know, that's one of the things that, that my wife and I are both super aware of and sometimes I'll feel unappreciated and rather than say, Hey, I need some appreciation right now. I might lash out and pick a fight or pick apart, um, something about her. And, um, you know, what, what's coming, coming into mind is actually one time my wife and I got into an argument when I was in this state. And I made a nasty comment about the expression on her. She's gonna kill me for doing this, by the way. Um, on about the expression of her on her face when she has orgasms. You want to see somebody pissed off? That was something I was. As soon as it came out of my mouth, I didn't even know where it came from. It was just some crazy bullshit the moment it dropped out of my lips I was like oh shit I wish I could just like vacuum it back into my mouth <laughs> <laughs> and I was I just I, I felt like the biggest asshole and the worst husband on the planet and um maybe I maybe still didn't haven't forgiven myself for that one uh, I think I've apologized a million times so um bono um <laughs> oh, wow. uh, so that that would be a specific incident where i did something i i'm i'm deeply um, embarrassed about
0: yeah thank you for sharing that uh jeez man wow um just to show that transparency is is a real uh it takes a huge 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 gulp of bravery and i appreciate it and one of the acting teachers that i look up to her name's stella adler she's no longer with us but she says that it takes courage to really be affected by things. So I I want to say thank you so much for being affected and and, and taking on that. And I want to acknowledge you for that. Um because it's not easy. I know it's not. And you're not alone in feeling unappreciated uh, and to share that story around it. Um thanks, man. Um the next question Absolutely. Um the next question I want to go into is uh just a couple more deeper ones which is uh What's a belief that you had about um something like 5 years ago that now if you thought about the way you do things you're like wow I can't believe I even let myself believe that garbage
1: Yeah there's there's um there's actually two that were intertwined that were totally messing with my vibe and messing with everything around me and this these two are actually the most common limiting beliefs in the Western culture, which is I'm not lovable and I'm not enough. And, um, I, I think I mentioned a little earlier about chasing my accomplishments and b- being this machine about accomplishment after accomplishment that gave me worth. And when I stopped making the, these, these accomplishments on the exterior, I started feeling, um, horrible about myself and I ended up making everybody miserable around me. And also that I'm not lovable. I didn't allow people to actually give me love. And, um, they, they caused a lot, a lot of pain for me. And and the thing is they were actually really easy to dissolve. It was just actually around creating awareness for both of them that those were two things that came up for me that were putting up barriers for me and in, in particularly in relationships, which I mean, relationships dictate how your health's going to be. They, di- they can dictate how your finances are going to be because net, net worth is uh, close to the network. So um, they were really, really holding me back for a long time. And it was a matter of actually just going back and remembering moments where I made those decisions and um, and reframing those, those moments. I
0: love it. I love it. So uh, I want to ask you though, uh, before we get into these sort of like quicker questions where it's just 30 seconds or less type answers. I want to ask you one last sort of deeper question, and which is like one thing that people don't know about Ian Gray. Like like one thing, even on all the podcasts you've been on, on all the radio shows or TV shows that you may have appeared on, what is like that one thing that you think most people don't know about you that are a little surprised by?
1: Mm-hmm. Mm. I'm thinking, I'm thinking, I'm, I'm, I'm thinking for that, that low one. Cause I'm such an open book. Like whatever comes up, I'm, I'm, <laughs> it's like, I will, I will share it. Um, and I, 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 think if there's one thing that people don't know about me, it would, it would really be the amount of time that I actually spend in in meditation it's it's because it's so woo -woo, so i don't usually really talk about it and i talk about introspection and sitting in quiet but i actually spend a good 40 minutes to three hours every single day in actual meditation just to really really get the mind on silent so i'm i'm no longer thinking and i can actually just channel in information from a uh, higher power. So I say the divine, somebody may say God, um, or source or universe or whatever. Um, and I, I think the amount of time I actually sit in in quiet and, and that's where I actually create everything from. In those moments of meditation and sitting in, in a high state of gratitude and things just automatically seem to appear for me. And I usually don't talk about it because people are like, oh, that's woo-woo, that's crazy, you're out of your mind, and it, it scares some people for some reason, um, I guess maybe because it's not provable, it's not, there's no empirical data, except for when you look at what actually I'm doing is matching everything I'm holding in my heart intentions, so um, that, that is one thing, and actually another thing just popped into mind was I have this unique ability to sit with my heart intentions, like hold a a thought in my heart and get other people to speak it.
0: I love that. Wow. That's a, that's a beautiful skill set, man. Beautiful. I I really think that, uh, because that makes someone else come alive versus just always making you feel alive, but it's Mm. when you're able to translate that feeling onto someone else. That's when it's being able to have what they call an aura in the room. That's true aura. It's changed because of your presence and therefore their presence changes your presence. And so it's an actual conversation versus just a solo act. Um, so, yes, I like that. D- dude, uh, well, you're the one who's doing it, so keep it up. <laughs> uh, I'm just... <laughs> well, I think
1: everybody does it. They're just not conscious about it. Yeah. 100%. So it's, it's not... I think everybody really does it. Everybody has a unique vibration. Like I, I know... I'm pretty sure anybody could walk into a room and know if some a couple was arguing in there like you feel the energy immediately they could be completely silent when you get in there you can just feel the energy and it's a matter of tapping into that on more subtle le- levels that allow me to to be able to do that and I think so I think everybody's got the ability it's just a matter of practicing it
0: yep exactly exactly so um yeah I dude I want to hang out with you and talk to you for like 14 more hours but I want to go in these sort of like quicker questions because I just really love these questions because I really think it will round us out with um, with the right way. So the first sort of 30-second or less type answer is, um if you could sit with just one person on a bench, who would it be?
1: Napoleon Hill.
0: Nice, nice. Dude, solid pick. Check out grow uh, Thinking. What is it? Uh, you probably know it. I'll, I'll put you on the spot.
1: Think think and grow rich. And um, also, there's a new release, a new release to check out Outwitting the Devil. It's on YouTube. Listen to it with a commentary. It will blow your freaking mind. Really?
0: I'll check that out. What's it called?
1: Outwitting the Devil.
0: Nice. That's what I'm listening to tonight. (laughs) Yeah. Check this out for sure. Um, The next question is What do you think is more important, your net worth
1: or your network? I, 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 it's so funny. I love these or questions because then it goes back to this separateness and duality. I think they're, they're one and the same, um, to be honest. And, um, yeah, however, if I when had you to say choose, you love you have them, i money... really hate
0: them. <laughs> <laughs> do you know what I mean, um, though? Sometimes I get like that. I'm like, all right, it's not one or the other sometimes.
1: Well, I, I, I feel like it becomes a lie in the answer. Yeah. 'Cause now I've got this weird constraint, so I can't actually speak my truth. So that's why I, I preface it and then I drop in my truth and then I'll say, Okay, now isolating it, definitely having the great people around me is more important than having money in the bank.
0: For sure. For sure. So it's a um perspective. So sort of where where are you focused, where are you sort of water the seed, you know, instead of the grass is always greener, it's no, how about we look at the seed that we're actually trying to grow right now?
1: Mm-hmm. I Absolutely.
0: Love I love that. Um, but I do want to ask you this question because I think it's very important that we know this about you is how do you consume your content? Blogs, podcasts, audiobooks, movies. What do you think really works for you and how you learn?
1: So I was I was huge on reading and taking notes for a long period of my life. And then YouTube came along and I watched ton of YouTube videos, which then led me to go to to like all kinds of seminars and do workshops and and do all that. So I I like all of that stuff. However, now, like quite honestly, it's very rare. I might read a page in like the Tao or Marcus Aurelius meditation just to give me like a little theme and all the information I get is actually through introspection and channeling and thinking. So, um, now it's, it's, it's so much more enjoyable because this, I get access to information that, that I never would have been able to piece together unless I read like dozens of books.
0: Yeah. Yeah. YouTube is amazing. I totally agree with that. Yeah. Um, What is one of your favorite podcasts that you're currently
1: listening to that you think uh,
0: someone should check out?
1: Ooh. um, You know what? I I actually was just on the nice guys podcast with uh, Doug Sandler and I've been on a lot of podcasts lately. Um, I, I really enjoyed that show because it was, it was, they bring up, he brings a lot of humor to it and a lot of playfulness and good content. And that was, that was really, uh, it was, it was fun to listen to that one. So i would definitely recommend anybody checking that out. But there's so many great ones. Like every single one that I've been on um, has, has been really great for its, its own purpose.
0: Yeah, no, I agree. Those nice guys, I know, I know of Doug Sandler. I still want to meet the guy. I sent him a message, I haven't gotten a hold of him yet. And I actually listened to an interview with him last night, and I was like, God, this guy sounds like a f- freaking ton of fun to just hang around with. But I gotta get him.
1: dude. Dude taught me how to dance to the Thriller song. Like he's a, he was a DJ at the event that I was at, and he was just like partying the whole time, just like always good vibes very east coast so i get along with him from my east coast roots um so um yeah very playful and strickland his his partner sometimes he's on there too strict but the, between the two of them it's just like stitches like tears rolling out of my eyes <laughs>
0: <laughs> that's awesome um so i just got two more questions to round it out but where is that one place people can find more of ian gray and and uh just that one one link that someone can click on to sort of uh unlock it all
1: yeah i would i would um say go to evolvelife.com and we'll, we'll get a unique url in the show notes and we'll give you a 14-day trial so you can actually check out for free or for a dollar i should say for dollars you can actually see this content that i've created regarding um How I, I'm manifesting things without money. You guys already have the Millionaire Prowess link, free. Prowess. If you want, want to make money, but this is how to get it. So like, life is like, life is just getting gifts, receiving gifts and giving gifts.
0: I love it. I love it. So check that out. It's just at one place, and I love that you actually do a dollar because I've realized that when you take in more free content. You just don't take it as seriously. So when you do just like something, when you have something in the in the game, it's kind of like you know, almost people don't care about their time anymore. It's like um, listening to this. It's it's just it's uh, free. But then all of a sudden you charge someone some something for it, and they you know it's it's difference of like going to college for you know fifty thousand dollars and going to college for like maybe. Uh, you know, full ride on scholarships. You hear about that story about that person that had a full ride in these scholarships about dropping out and actually like not fulfilling their college career. Why? Because they're not really paying for it. Um, So I'm, I just want to really quick, I just had an opinion on that. So I needed to (laughs) speak that. Um, But uh, the last question is uh, the self inquisitive question that I think maybe someone can ask themselves throughout the day to sort of like really find um, that, that, that true core why or something like that or, or sort of like wherever you want to go with it. What's that one self-inquisitive question that you think can help people uh, kind of escape?
1: Who am I being? Hey, friends. So let me ask you real quick.
0: Are you someone... Who's trying to get more visibility? Who's trying to be in front of the crowd? Well, if that's you, I want to let you know that first of all, you're not alone. Second of all, if you want to get on more podcasts, or ones that actually scratch your own itch, meaning maybe you have a book, or a business, or maybe you do speaking, or if you don't yet do speaking, maybe you can, and maybe you'd love to. Well, I put something together for you, and in this little giveaway, I'm going to show you how to pitch yourself, or podcast, and how to actually be professional when you show up so you can be the next authority in your niche, so you can start scratching your own itch. I know what it's like to build something, create something, and then there just be crickets. No one wants that. You need to be seen. You need to be heard because you have a message to share, a message that is worthy of hearing. Podcasts nowadays, more than ever, are being consumed by people. And guess who's actually learning the knowledge that's being shared? It's podcast listeners. It gives you a license to be an authority in whatever area you really dream of being an authority in. So if this at all starts to give you a little itch to scratch, just email logan at logantylernelson.com. Again, that's logan at logantylernelson.com. Who am I being? Is that what you said?
1: Yes. Who am I being? And I I would I would invite anyone to write down the different characters that they play before they they ask themselves this question. So who am I being? I can be a father. And what does that mean in my fatherly role or the brotherly role or the son role or the friend role or the worker or the God or the speaker or the leader Every day like every moment of every day is an opportunity for me to choose a different role in who I'm playing and actually Consciously choosing that role Will change my behavior. It will change how people will show up around me. It'll change my experience in my entire life so um, by asking myself this question consistently it allows me to stay in my highest state of being for that moment so my default is for me is the usher and I, that is the, the one who ushers in heaven on earth with or without the permission of others so that others even experience it. So that's, that's, that's my, my, uh, that's, that's my, that's my high role. That's my, actually, that's, that's not even my default. That's like my step above my default. Uh, my default is King as King. What do I choose to let into my temple? I guard my palace. i guard the palace of my mind. I guard it of my heart. Um, and I look at my sovereignty as an individual and my kingdom, everything that surrounds me. So that's my, my king role. But then there's times where I'm just the sympathetic husband or the, 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 the brother to my sister or, or my parents, um, you know, I can be the son to them cause that's what they're craving or the friend for someone. So, um, that who am I being question is life changing.
0: Awesome. Dude, I love it. Yeah, and I think there, uh unfortunately, I want to talk to you for, like I said, way longer, but we got to round it out. And um I think a great thing is to ask yourself, you know, what, uh, you know, who you're being and, and using these archetypes that Ian so beautifully laid out for us. It's just, you know, take take that next step and maybe record yourself saying this in your phone, because it's, it's a person that actually like, is vocal about it and writes about it or or, you know whatever way they want to digest this information that's actually going to absorb this information so Mm. um yeah please please uh, i invite you to do that And if you send your voice recording which i know all of you have access to an iphone or an android where you can send those audio files if you send that audio file to myself or ian um i'll uh, i'll hook you up with uh with an awesome gift uh, maybe a twenty-five dollar gift card from Barnes and Noble. So, please. Do hey, that. I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna one
1: up that. For you guys. Add to it, not one not one up it. I'm gonna I'm gonna add to it. Um, so, name the file that you record this on as like one of uh like a, with a zero couple zeros in the beginning. Then when you pop in your car, it'll be the first thing that plays on the playlist, and it will be a great reminder when the Bluetooth connects. It's one of the things that I I ended up doing with uh, all my goals and visions. I actually just had it so that they were there at first and forefront.
0: That is is awesome. I love it. I love it. Um, So, yeah, that's out there in the ethos now. So capitalize on it. All right? So um, I will uh, end it there. Thanks, Ian, for being on the show. And I know this won't be the last time we talk to each other. So um, we'll reconnect soon, man.
1: Thank you, Logan. You have a great day.
0: You too, man. Bye. All right, there's another episode of Scratch Your Own Itch. Uh, thank you so much for taking the time out of your day to support the show by listening. Um, the biggest compliment you could ever pay me is just by sharing this because honestly, it doesn't take much and it feels so good when people create something and take time. And when I see someone take time to create something that really just changed my day, either made me feel less alone, maybe put a smile on my face, made me laugh, made me feel wiser. I always want to share it with the world because why? When I share something that resonates with me, why not share it? I mean, that's just kind of a thing that goes around and it's free. It takes no time at all other than just a click of the button. Share on either Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn, any of those social media platforms would be great to share this. So I really appreciate it, and I want to say that um, anybody who's looking to gain authority or expertise in their area and they don't want to take another year or year and a half to write a book and wait until that's published, I think the best way is right now is to start a podcast. So if you're at all interested in starting a podcast— If you meet the certain requirements, I'd love to help you with a podcast and also get a website going for you as well. And this is not an easy task. It's hard to actually get it done and get it out there. So every now and then we need some help, and I'm here for you. So please reach me at Logan at com if you're interested at all. And don't ever forget, you matter and you're enough. Ooh. Mm-hmm.